Welcome to the Gymnast Nutritionist Podcast, a free resource for gymnast parents and coaches to learn to fuel the gymnast for optimal performance and longevity in the sport. I'm your host, Christina Anderson, and I'm a pediatric and adolescent registered dietitian, sports nutritionist, a former gymnast, a current nationally rated gymnastics judge, and a wife plus dog mom. I help gymnasts and their parents learn to fuel without the stress or overwhelm so that they can reach their big goals and dreams both in and out of the sport. We want to help parents take a proactive approach to nutrition, and to do so, this podcast is all about hashtag real talk, where we tackle tough subjects about nutrition, body image, and more in the sport of gymnastics. All right, let's dive in. You're listening to episode nine of the Gymnast Nutritionist Podcast. Hello and welcome back. Today's episode is what we call a quick tip where um, anytime we see kind of common questions come from parents in our Facebook group or via Insta DM or comments on our post, um, it can't wait for an official podcast episode. So we're going to do something a little bit shorter. These are going to be just, you know, 10, 15, 20 minute episodes to kind of get your um, brain going and your wheels turning and definitely will be um, actionable, tangible advice that you can take back to your gymnast. So today we want to talk about how you can get your gymnast to eat breakfast, right? We know that that is a huge struggle between parents and gymnasts, especially now that we are back in school. Your gymnast is exhausted. They don't want to wake up on time or maybe they do wake up early, but they're spending tons of time doing their hair and makeup and trying to look perfect. Um, thank you, social media and all the pressures that our teenage gymnasts feel. And so because of that, they often run out the door without fueling their bodies. And we've all heard it, right? We all know that breakfast is the most important meal of the day. There's a lot of research showing that school children focus better when they have breakfast. Um, there's definitely a lot of research showing that high-level athletes and professional athletes will perform better. They will recover better. Um, but that doesn't necessarily convince your, you know, teenage gymnast to eat breakfast. And then on top of that, your gymnast might eat something for breakfast, but it might worry you, right? Parents worry that there's not enough protein or there aren't fruits and veggies or there weren't quote good carbs there or there was too much sugar. And so it can really turn breakfast into a food bite that kind of turns everyone off the subject. So I want to give you three tips to help kind of reframe some of these thoughts and hopefully um, take some actionable steps towards helping your gymnast eat breakfast more consistently. So number one, don't let perfect be the enemy of good. I think so often um, we try to control our diets and make sure that they are perfect, that we're getting all the right amounts of carbs and protein and healthy fats and fiber and all the things. Um, but our preferences and palates and what we do for ourselves is not necessarily the same as our gymnast preferences or even their nutrition needs. So when I'm working one-on-one -on -one with clients and I have a client who does not like breakfast or they're just honest and they're like, look, I'm not going to get up in time to make a real breakfast like eggs or a smoothie or something like it's got to be something that I can kind of literally grab and go. So I'm like, cool, let's come up with a couple options. Maybe one option takes a little bit more time or preparation. It might be something that mom and dad can help with. Another option can be something that you make for yourself, but still might require a little bit of prep, like using the toaster or toaster oven. And then let's come up with a third option where you literally can take one minute, if not less, to go to the pantry, go to the fridge, grab a couple items, grab your backpack, hit the door, and you at least have kind of the components of a meal that you need to refuel your body and fuel your brain and really support that ongoing repair recovery process. 
So what does that look like? In my mind, it's hitting all the food groups. Let's grab a protein source. Let's grab a carb source. Let's grab some fat. All three of those are going to work together to help tide your gymnast over until the next meal or snack. In the perfect world, we'd also get some fruit in there to get some kind of vitamins and minerals. We'll talk more about that in our next podcast episode. Um, But again, don't let perfect be the enemy of good. So I'm very happy if a gymnast is willing to take like a protein drink and a granola bar and a banana or some trail mix or something like that. You know, is that quote a real breakfast? Not necessarily. Will it work for breakfast? Absolutely. And let's throw out the convention of a real breakfast anyways, right? If you look at other cultures, they don't eat what we eat for breakfast here in the United States. Like they eat meals that maybe resemble things that you might eat at lunch or dinner, or you might eat at snacks. Um, So I don't care. I mean, as long as your gymnast is giving her body the fuel it needs, then that's really all that matters. There's no need to get hung up here. Number two, think outside the box, right? On the same kind of wavelength, it doesn't have to be this traditional kind of continental breakfast where you have eggs as your main protein source or, you know, a Greek yogurt bowl or stuff like that. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love all of those breakfasts, but some gymnasts just don't like those things or they don't like them at six or 6.30 in the morning. That's more of kind of a slower paced weekend breakfast. So come up with things that are quick, that are easy, um, one of my clients was telling me how much her gymnast loves these adorable French toast muffins that we made in our August cooking class for gymnasts. Um, they're super simple. I use um, Dave's Killer Bread, their white bread done right. It's so good. Um, it's still kind of soft and pillowy, but it has a little bit more nutrition in it. Um, and then it's it's basically like French toast. It has eggs. It has actually a little bit of cream in there, which I don't mind. Add some fat, um, a little bit of, of sugar in there and cinnamon, and you mix it all together. And then you um, bake them muffins in muffin tins and they reheat super easily. You can have them with some syrup. Um, and her gymnast loves them, right? They have that cute factor to them, which let's be honest, if we can make food look cute, um, that can sometimes help even, you know, the pickiest eaters or those who just aren't as interested in the morning. And then even just pairing it with a glass of, of milk or even like chocolate fair life milk or something like that, that has a good kind of 10, 15 grams of protein. There you go. You've got carbs in your muffins. You've got a little bit of fat in the muffins. You've got some protein and some calcium in the milk. Um, Again, the perfect world, maybe you put some peanut butter on top of the muffin or um, you add a banana on the side or some berries or something to get some color. But I'd be pretty stoked if, you know, a gymnast who doesn't eat breakfast um, would at least take kind of two or three items. And it was so cute. This gymnast told her mom, she was like, what am I going to do, mom? I don't eat cereal for breakfast anymore. So what am I going to make before school starts? Which don't get me wrong. There's nothing wrong with cereal. I think it can strategically be used. Um, I'm a big fan of Quaker oat squares. I call it my um, like my breakfast cereal bowl where I'll do oat squares, I'll do cut up berries and bananas, and I'll do fair life milk. And that at least hits the big food groups of protein and calcium in the milk. We're getting some good um, carbohydrates in the cereal, some good staying power there to that kind of, it's just got more substance to it than like, I don't know, frosted flakes, um, getting some color and some fiber in the berries. And there you go. It's, it's better than nothing. So Anyways, this gymnast was like, what am I going to eat? And 
this is where she did our cooking class. So she had the French toast muffins. We also made these super cute um, bacon spinach Gruyere egg bites, kind of similar to Starbucks egg bites with a lot of gymnasts like. Um, I know in our current meal plan subscription, so for September, we have a recipe for these feta egg bites, which are super delicious. So even simple stuff like that, that you guys could make ahead on the weekends and quickly reheat in the microwave or the toaster oven, um, or even like the air fryer could be a total game changer. Um, I'm also a big fan of a smoothie, but it can't just be like fruit and milk or fruit and juice. Like let's get all the food groups. I love diamondized protein. They're Isoway 100. No, I am not sponsored by any of these people. Although shout out would love to be sponsored. Um, but I love their protein powder because a, it is third party tested, but B it's just super smooth. So you can even mix their, um, ISO whey protein powder with milk or almond milk. And it literally tastes like fair life or core power or some other ready to drink protein drink that isn't grainy. It's not chalky. Um, but anyway, so I like to use that for my protein source. I'll do milk for my liquid also to get calcium in super important for bones. I'll add fruit in for some color also contributes carbohydrates, but when I'm kind of teaching and working with gymnasts, I typically call it color. Um, I'll definitely add a scoop of nut butter for some fat in there. Give us good staying power, help manage blood sugar. Um, and then I would pair that protein shake with some sort of carbs. So even if your gymnast has a a bagel and cream cheese and a protein smoothie on her way out the door, awesome, right? Like she can eat that in the car, on the carpool. She can eat it as she's walking to school. Um, We can probably quickly scarf that down in like 10 minutes at home. Like it just doesn't have to be complicated. So number two, think outside the box. And number three, for the fussiest of breakfast eaters or non-eaters, I should say, Pose it as an experiment, right? Anytime you tell your gymnast and you nag on them and say they have to eat breakfast, um, especially if you're like, you should be eating breakfast. It's the most important meal of the day. Like to them, that feels like something they have to commit to for forever and ever and ever. And this is my little little, um, insider pro tip. So if you pose it as an experiment to your gymnast and say, hey, what if we ate breakfast for a couple days? And then I want you to keep track. Like I want you to do some introspection and think about how you feel at school. Like how is your mood? How's your concentration? How is your hunger levels? Think about how you feel at gym, even though gym might be in the afternoon, maybe like 3.30 to 7.30 or 4 to 8. Um, eating breakfast even has an impact on how your gymnast feels and their energy level and their performance at the gym. Did they have more energy? Could they focus longer? Um, were they, you know, happier when they got out of school and instead of like super tired, run down and moody, pose it as an experiment and say, look, if you don't feel better, okay, cool. Then you don't have to do it to date, which I might um, regret saying this, but to date, I've yet to have a gymnast, um, not feel better (laughs) from eating breakfast. So I think you can pose it as an experiment, at least to start. But at the same time, I also feel like it is a safety concern. You know, when you have a gymnast that's training 20 to 30 hours a week, that is an incredible, um, level of energy expenditure, and they really cannot afford to not eat breakfast. Um, Because number one, when you've been fasting all night, we need something to restart that process of repair and recovery of muscle protein synthesis. That's going to take food to do that, to not only um, continue that recovery process, but also start fueling towards that next workout. So that's number one. Number two, it's also a safety concern for just how they um, go into that next workout, whether they have morning training or mid-morning or afternoon. It's your job as a parent and their job as a gymnast to make sure that they're showing up to practice fully fueled because that is a safety concern, right? Like as a coach, which I'm not a coach, I mean, I have coached in college, but if I were a coach, I would not want gymnasts coming into my gym 
not having had anything to eat that day, and then asking them to do your chinkos and your chinko fulls and double backs and release moves and all of these crazy gymnastics things that are highly technical and very dangerous. And while, you know, 100%, there are, you know, progressions and safety measures in place, your gymnast needs her brain to function, right? It's, it's that split second that can make all the difference of your gymnast landing on her back versus her neck. And when we are fully fed and properly fueled, your gymnast will have more of the wherewithal to make those decisions and to perform at her best to keep um, safe and hopefully injury free. So with that, if you liked this quick tip and you want to learn more about how you can help your gymnast fuel for optimal performance and longevity in the sport, I want to personally invite you to our preseason gymnast nutrition challenge. This is a four day challenge for you and your competitive gymnast. We start on Monday, September 12th, and I will be going live every day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday in our private challenge Facebook group, teaching you all sorts of things about fueling the gymnast. You're going to learn how to help your gymnast feel good in their body and not constantly tired, sore, and exhausted. You're going to leverage Learn to leverage adequate fueling to save you tons of time and money and heartache. And we're going to help troubleshoot busy schedules, picky eating, and other struggles that get in the way of optimal performance and longevity in the sport for the gymnasts. So if you love today's episode and you want to learn more, you want to learn how to help your gymnast, head to the show notes for the link to sign up. The four-day challenge is just $20. You will get access to the replays each day. Um, we'll post them in the Facebook group. We'll email them to you. We have this awesome workbook that has tangible activities for you to do with your gymnast each day that we're going to direct you on. And I'm super pumped. Parents and gymnasts loved this last year. We did it in November 2021. Um, and we moved it up to September this year so that you would have even more time to implement these strategies and see the change and result in your gymnast before competition season starts. So with that, we will have another podcast episode for you next week and I'll see you in the challenge. Bye for now. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Gymnast Nutritionist Podcast sponsored by the Balanced Gymnast Method course. Make sure to hit the subscribe or follow button so you don't miss out on any episodes. You can find any links that we mentioned in the show notes of the episode and also how you can work with us. If you're looking to learn to fuel your gymnast for optimal performance without the stress or overwhelm, feel free to email us. If you have any questions, you can reach us at support at christinaandersonrdn.com, share what's going on and we'll get back to you. Or you can learn more about our programs by going to our website, christinaandersonrdn.com slash work with us. Bye for now.